Hi guys, welcome to Don't Quit Your Daydream. I'm Shar. And I'm Shana. And we invite you to join us, two friends, as we discuss the highs and lows of writing. Come and take a seat and make your writing dreams come true. Hey Hey Daydreamers! Welcome back to Don't Quit Your Daydream. Today we want to have a bit of a fun um, episode and just talk about all the things that we love in stories. So the tropes and the themes and the settings, everything that we just absolutely <laughs> adore um, in like films, TV shows and books, of course. So uh, I guess you can start. What's your, <laughs> what's your favourite trope? What's your favourite thing? Like if it's in a oh. book, that is, that is, you're going to buy it. <laughs> okay. Um... I love romance, so yeah. I love no, I love fantasy, but I love it to have romance in yeah. it. So I um love the enemies to lovers trope. All right, <laughs> that's a big one at the moment. Yeah, it's a big one, but I also love it. I read a book recently. Um, I say recently, like literally, I finished it yesterday. <laughs> it was Serpent and Dove, right? And I love that. Like, I, I think with an enemies to lovers trope, the reason why I love it so much is because it's like really leads way for a nice slow burn romance because okay, you've got to get past them hate yeah. each other they've got to become be an insta love is that exactly right. they've got to then become friends or mm-hmm. they've got to become somewhat cordial yeah then into friendship then into caring about each yeah. other and then lovers and I so see what you mean i like that the way yeah, you I, that, yeah i love that so like even in my book now i've tried to make sure i'm trying to make sure in the book that i'm writing that it's got the tropes i really right. love yes so it makes it interesting yeah. so i'm trying to weave that in. well it naturally is weaving its way in yeah. so that's great um but yeah i, I just love that mm. that setup i think it's really really interesting it's not the only one i love but i particularly love that yeah. one <laughs> what about you any tropes you like um, my favorite is found family i know you love like that. that as well yeah absolutely um, because friends that feel like they become family is just amazing and I think that that comes from like me wanting that like I always felt like I wanted to find my place Mm -hmm. and found like a Mm -hmm. misfit group and feel like you finally found that place of belonging I think that's a really lovely trope and it can be really emotional and if you think about it like a lot of sitcoms are just that aren't they there's friendship groups of like six people who feel like a family and they've got like they'll sacrifice anything for you I I know you inside Mm -hmm. out I'm more close to you than like your siblings are like that's just an amazing trope for me and I feel it's really fun I was going to say I think you know what it is about that trope because I adore that trope yeah. And again, I've tried to put that in my book yeah. again because uh, it's one of my favourites. It's like one of the things that I like about Vampire Diaries. Right, yes, <laughs> you know, like, yes, Literally, yeah. my sister's watching Vampire Diaries right now and I'm re-watching every... Like, <laughs> each time I see an episode, I'm like, let me see, let me see. Um, but I think, you know what it is? It's that thing of like, you're born with your family. And your yes, family, your family, you and your just family. have an expectation that your family yeah. are going to love you and they're going to be there for you. Yeah. But the found family trope is so interesting because these are people that have chosen you. Yes. And yeah. it's people that will risk their life for you. Mm. And especially when you put and it in like And they don't have a, to. Yeah. yeah. And especially okay. when you put it in like a fantasy type setting. Yes. Because the stakes are usually like, yeah. you know, unless it's like a thriller. Yeah. The, the stakes are quite high in terms of like somebody potentially could die. Yeah. I love that idea of like mm. people and especially people that at first wouldn't be likely to be friends yeah, or yeah. don't like each other so again. Like, like I, an enemy's like, friends. I'm like, I'm literally about to say that. Like, yeah, enemies to friends is one of my also, I like, I, I like love that. that. I like, that oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, again, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't watched Vampire Diaries is really old, but I love one of my favourite, in fact, my two favourites, mm. even though Stefan and Damon are brothers, I love their growth because they right. start the series hating each other. Yes, that's true. And also Damon and Bonnie. That is one of okay. the best enemies to friends mm. I've seen. I, I adore it because by the end, you're just like, Bonnie and Damon! <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a geek for it. Sorry, guys. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like I need to re-watch it. <laughs> watch it, watch it, watch it. I just think y'all make anyone watch it. So yeah. Yeah. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Everyone watch it. 
<laughs> but yeah, I love that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I anymore? Um, I like lovable oaf and the ah, lovable yeah. rogue. Yes. So basically somebody who's a bit like ostracized or like they're a bit naughty yes. um, or like, you know, that <laughs> the idiot. Um, yes. I love yeah. them. Like Jake Peralta comes to mind as like the lovable rogue and a, a bit of an oaf um, because he's just funny and silly and stupid, but in, in a great way. I, yeah. I don't know. I just really like it. And I think yeah. that like, you know, uh, the oath being like you know Hagrid or Hodor. Yeah. They're just oh, they're just like they're so yeah. innocent and yeah. you're just like I love you. Because you know what it is, they always have a good heart deep down. Exactly, exactly, and that's always. what I love. I love I love someone yeah. who, from the outside, that like you could think like, oh, they're a monster or they're a beast or they're an idiot yeah. or something like that, but. They're, they're, yeah, like you said, they've got a pure heart, yeah, yeah and they so do something great, that's... So integral exactly, to the story. He really is, and yeah. he's, I feel like he's underappreciated, you know? Yeah, he's underappreciated. I love Hagrid so much. But because yeah. he was actually there for Harry from the beginning from to the, the end. From the very beginning, um, yeah. More so than anybody else, so... Yeah. He, he was the main father figure, I think. Yeah. Oh, um, but also, on the topic of Harry Potter, I, I, I don't know where I got this term from. I, I must have saw it online. But a Cuckoo Lander character, I don't know if you've heard of that. I feel like I've heard that before, but I don't quite know what it means. It's, what is it? it's the quirky character, so like okay. Luna Lovegood. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love a bit so, of Luna. exactly. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah. Luna. Yeah. I love that person who you just like. Yeah. What the hell are you even on yeah. about? But it's because just like it's brilliant. Is, they're so odd, but yes. they own it, and yes. it's what makes them special. And it's a nice, it's a really nice thing to put out of Definitely. to people to understand that being be yourself, you yeah, yeah, is the most important thing and the mm-hmm. most beautiful thing. And that when you be yourself, there are people that genuinely yeah. will love you for who you are. You don't yeah. have to change. And so I think those characters do a really good job of showing mm. that that being yourself is the most important thing yeah I agree yeah. I think it, it's a very beautiful and very needed yeah. um, trope and it's yeah. sometimes people put them in there for um, humour which is fine Yeah, but it, it does have that other level like you say Absolutely, of people being able yeah. to relate to it like oh, I'm strange too and it's okay <laughs> and it is great it. exactly um, <laughs> yeah. but it also reminds me of Charles Boyle so from Brooklyn Nine-Nine he's oh, is so yeah. weird mm-hmm. um, and it's just in a beautiful way. Like, I'm there, like, laughing my head off, and, like, people are like, he's a bit weird, though, isn't he? But, like, it doesn't matter. It's, like, it's hilarious. It's just lovely. And it's, it's him being him, and he just does it no matter what, even though everyone, like, he's oblivious to everyone, like, being mean to him. But it's just really nice, and I like, I like that trope. Another one that I really, really like yeah. is when you get that kind of bad guy. And when I say guy, it can be girl as well. Yeah. But that bad guy that has a heart. So yeah. it can be in a romantic setting, but also in a non-romantic. So one that comes to mind for me that is just, I, I he, you shouldn't like him, but he's amazing. Yeah. He's Kaz Brecker from Six of Thrones. Oh, okay. yeah, yes. Oh, oh my agree. gosh. I, I don't him. really know many people that don't like yeah. him. Yet, realistically, we shouldn't like yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> it's a but, bit naughty. Yeah, it's like, because you know that like... They are inherently bad. And again, yeah. Damon's another one. Yeah. They're, they're not really good. Klaus as well from yeah. that and the, the originals. originals. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are bad, but there is, there's like either that one person that they'll do anything for. Yeah. And so sometimes their decisions are so morally great in yes. what they would do that you're just like, don't do <laughs> But then at the same time, you just can't help but love them. Yeah. And it's, it's really interesting because usually those characters have the most interesting character arc as yeah. well of how they grow and I who agree. they become. Yeah. Because they slowly like, they go from doing the wrong thing, the right thing, sorry, 
for just one person mm. or the wrong thing for the right reason yeah. for one person yeah. and then it slowly grows mm. and it's just really interesting and they always have a very very interesting backstory yes as to how as they to got like Kaz Brecker's yeah. backstory is really interesting yeah. as to how he got like that Damon's is really interesting when you go back everyone's like Stefan's the goody goody and mm. I do love Stefan guys <laughs> but he's the goody goody but the reality is is in the beginning, no, it was actually Damon that was, and yeah. you see why he became who he became, and mm. it's quite interesting to see. Then he has to find a way to be a new him, yeah, to fit I in. Um, so yeah, I love the, the bad guy with the big gun yeah. heart. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> like you said. Um, I was I was thinking that I love just grey characters yeah. as oh, a thing. Anyway, yes. grey characters or anti heroes, like yeah. I think they're just more, just more compelling, aren't they? It's more yeah. intriguing because it's more it's realistic less... of life exactly. because it's you don't like really that, get yeah. a solid good person or bad person yeah. you do i think it's, it's a spectrum isn't it yes, of like yeah. you get people that do more good things people that do more mm. bad but there's always bad people that do good things good yeah. people that do because bad, sometimes so. it, you just need to be put in a situation yeah. that makes you be bad Absolutely. or make a poor decision like we all yeah. could have been in those situations because you have to ask yourself like I, I consider you to be quite a good person Thank um you. <laughs> if you were put in a situation where let's say your husband or family member was in some sort of danger and you had to do yeah. something to save mm. them, how far would we yeah. go? Yeah. And and remember I'm saying to you, with my main character in my story now, mm. that's something I'm exploring because her sister is like her world. Her, yeah. You know, their mom's gone, as you mm. know, their dad is not very present yeah. because of what's going on with him. And it's what is she prepared to do to save her sister? Exactly. And yeah. she, it's not say she's a bad person, mm. but the things she's prepared to do yeah. and the places she's prepared to go mm. are not the greatest. And it doesn't make her a bad person. No. It's she's a desperate person. Exactly. I think yeah. characters that are put in desperate positions mm-hmm. are the most interesting, yeah. like so by interesting. Far, like far. that's what makes... Um, what's it called the walking dead so good it's nothing it's not about yes. the zombies nah. like really the it's characters like, it's just that they're pushed yeah. to that point yeah. of desperation what will you do to survive yeah. and that's what's fascinating yeah. to get that into the is, human psyche you know what? i'm so glad you brought that up because that is such a great example of morally great characters right and like yeah really good characterization yeah. and really really interesting character arcs like mm. i've got to about season 10 and i've I think I had like a no big spoilers. gap. Because, no, I, I won't say anything. But I got to about 10. And then um, there was like a gap of... It came off of what I was watching right. it on. And then so I've just decided I'm going to leave it for a while mm. and re-watch it all. Because right, it's yeah, just so. incredible. Um, and then carry it on. Um, but yeah, the characters in that are just... It, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant, all yeah. of them. And it, there's not really a weak link in there of characters yeah. of watching how they grow and yeah. who they become. Like, without spoiling, not going to spoil anything, but just looking at Carol mm. from, like, season yeah. one in the very beginning to... <laughs> Completely it's different. Like, like, who is this? Like, like, you would never think that. Yeah. Yeah, you never I think agree. that. So, yeah, yeah. really interesting. Like, yeah, I, I love that. Absolutely. That's um, a good example. Some of the other ones that I thought about were less necessarily tropes, but more yeah. like uh, settings or whatever that I like. So yeah. I, I like magical schools. Um, that one, yeah. And mm-hmm. to, to be fair, I can't think of many magical <laughs> schools. Maybe it's just Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think okay, it's not just magical schools. I just like schools. Yeah. I think there's obviously there's it's always an interesting setting. it is. It's, it's yeah. so much so much you can do at a school. There's always yeah. going to be conflict. There's always yeah. going to be the conflict between people, between you, like you, yeah. you're in a self, yeah. and between your environment because mm. it's just a, you know a difficult place to yeah. be. But I think I also liked school. It's 
I like school at school. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> when I was at school, I liked school. Yeah. So and I like and I work in an educational setting. So yeah. I think I just I just like that. I like yeah. playing with that and like universities, but like old universities. Ooh, I really like that yeah. vibe, like the creepy vibe. Mm-hmm. And also, I was gonna say, um, like I'm getting into dark academia. I, I quite like that. I've and noticed you're kind of yeah, um, yeah, but it is really it is really interesting, yeah, it is. and and it I is. think yeah. that sometimes it can be a bit too literary, maybe, but that makes yeah. that makes sense for yeah. the trope. I mean, for the genre, yeah. but um, I like old buildings and old settings and people. It feels like more magical, especially it does, yeah. If you're it doing does. like if you do fancy, it's it's just the perfect yeah. setting because it's like there's so much. Um, there's so much secretiveness and yes. history yeah. that you can really pull on and yeah. make that history something yeah. like yeah it's new just and it's different. just it's naturally creepy as well mm-hmm. because like you think of like the echoic halls and like the dark yeah. alleys and stuff and yeah. like yeah it's just it, it's quite it's it's a vibe it's a vibe yeah so i love again not not a trope but just a more of a yeah idea i love when it is magic in our world or some version right. of our world yeah. that's secret yeah. i am a absolute oh I, I i love it like i'm obsessed with it like everything i watch and try to read usually is either set in our world and it's secretive or yeah. it's a version of our world i just find it interesting because it makes it so realistic to me yeah. so i can get lost in it a little deeper because mm. it feels like oh my gosh what if really i guess yeah. that's the appeal of like harry potter what yeah. if there really was a hogwarts mm. what if it, like you go to the train station you're kind of like should i run yeah. the wall should i try it <laughs> yeah um, it, it's just an interesting idea yeah. that it could it's kind happening. of more rounded isn't it as well like yeah. you don't like when you're setting up a, a new world mm-hmm. i mean obviously some authors do it brilliantly but when you set yeah. up a new world there's always going to feel like potentially gaps or like you know holes that you can poke yeah. if you really wanted to yeah. whereas if it's set in our world yeah. it's already got that foundation yeah. and then you're like you're making something make sense yeah. in a different way with magic which is yeah. really cool and very Absolutely. creative I think. see and what's funny is because i never so i generally as you know i'm just too lazy to do the whole research <laughs> i'm just i'm just too lazy so I always make stuff up, but I still try to set it in a world that just is our world. Yeah. It's just our world, but I call it different things. I'm just being lazy, <laughs> let's be real. I just don't want to stick to the historical fact. Yeah. But it looks exactly like our world, yeah. functions like our world. And again, it, you are right. You've got that then grounded mm. setting that you can just play around with. And you're just like, what if this is this? And yeah. what if that's that? And what if when you walk through it? And yeah. it just makes it so much cooler because mm. it's like... In the real world, then you kind of walk past things and think, "What is?" Yeah, it, it just yeah. It which is very, very, very nice. Yeah, very I think it's really. Then the cool. book kind of follows you in a way yeah. into your real life, which is very yeah. cool. And and just on the back of that, I then love a character who you follow discovering that world. Same, and then I think they that's just, the best yeah, way. To they do discover it, really. that they've got. I like it when they've got some sort of power. I, yeah. I'm not as keen on when. They're the human in that world. I want them right, to Right, yeah, no, yeah. Because yeah. they're kind of just like on the ride, like yeah. with all the powerful people. Yeah, you know? I kind of want them to think, either start the book or film, TV series, thinking they're human yes. or knowing they have power but not understanding yeah, it. Yeah, And that's kind of the, again, what I've done yeah. in my book, as you know, um, where she knows she's got something but she's always had to keep it yeah. hidden but she doesn't understand what it is mm-hmm. and she then finds out there's this whole world and there's yeah. other people just like her and that, that interests as me. As a writer, it makes it easier as well though, doesn't it? Because obviously, yeah. you've got to put in a certain level of 
like explaining the world like yeah. but the, it's really it's better to like weave that into the character discovering the world so if yeah. the character already knows everything they're not going to be like oh this is the library which was founded in 1839 and <laughs> like they're not going to be doing that are they if they already know yeah. about it but if they're learning that information yes. then that's actually a, a bit yeah. of a hack for us a bit yeah. of a cheat <laughs> to Absolutely. make our writing a bit more and easy. do you know what just to go on the back of that point you are absolutely right because when I first started writing the project I'm on now mm. um, the original version yeah. had her knowing about the world right, yeah. and I don't know if you remember but I said to you I found it really difficult yeah. because I was like she knows everything <laughs> yeah. kind of like how do I like it's so hard to explain mm. and I'm not saying it can't be done oh, it course, can and no, some people yeah. do it excellently mm. I'm not one of them <laughs> there are people that do it but it's so much harder to explain yeah. a world that the person that you're telling it from. Yeah. And you know, I like to write first person, so mm. I don't have that luxury of third person yeah. to kind of be able to... Mm. So when you're writing from first person and you're trying to explain this world that the character already understands, yeah. it's so difficult. It is, and it'll just come yeah. off as um, just exposition otherwise. Just exactly. Like, just, just info dump on yeah. everything. Just and it just sounds very unnatural because yeah, exactly. the, where you want to be natural with the character's voice, yeah. it's really difficult to be when they're having to give information that they just wouldn't give because they know. Yeah, 100%. It's silly, yeah. do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So whereas when you write when they don't know about it, it's so much more natural yeah. to discover it. And again, yeah. you don't have to like info dump, you mm-hmm. don't have to say a lot of things, but it's just the experience. Because it's just happening and unfolding naturally. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's definitely, I love that kind of yeah. idea, I think. Exactly. And you write, it does help from a writing aspect it of being able to, you know, have a bit more fun. Yeah. Make it make more sense. <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah, definitely. And I like uh, when a plot has some mystery elements. And I think yes, maybe yes, most, yes. <laughs> maybe, yes, yes. maybe most do need at least a little bit of mystery. But yeah. if, it, if there's like a central mystery, yeah. or the something, unknown. yeah, because yeah. obviously that's what keeps you mm. reading, isn't it? Absolutely. Not knowing what's gonna happen or why yeah. something's happening, like that's what makes you intrigued. Mm. Um, so yeah, that bit of a, a mystery is is really interesting, yeah. and it just makes me want to read faster. So. Yeah, it's really funny that you've you've actually pulled out quite a few things where. So the, there was a point in time where I was kind of like, okay, I want to write a story, I want to write something I really enjoy and so I started to look at my favourite stories and what yeah. they had and a lot of them had the elements of the mystery mm. they had the elements of the romance yeah. of the romance <laughs> but a lot of the things we said like the family and things mm. and so one thing that's good guys is if you can get to know what your tropes are mm. themes yes. that you enjoy yeah. things you like and really think about what you like about books and put that in your book because yeah. it's going to keep you writing. It's going to make you interested in it. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, just because I love romance and this is not always a favoured one, <laughs> but I love the love triangle. I right. do. <laughs> I love, do you know why I love the love triangle? It's not, it, it is fun, the tension mm. that it causes yeah. of the like, who, you or you. Yeah. But it's also, I find with the love triangle, what's very interesting is that the person in the middle of that what they're, it's actually bigger than that. They're not just picking between two people. They're picking between who they are. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and depending on who you're with, it's like when you have a friendship group mm. and again, we're both in education. Yeah. So we see it with the kids that we mm. work with. Depending on who they're with is how they behave. Yes. Because so those people influence you. I will get kids where they're on their own or they're with somebody else and their behavior is immaculate. Yeah. And then they get in another group and it's completely yeah. different. And you're yeah. just like, why? <laughs> but it's the, those influences mm-hmm. and so it, I find it very interesting to have two people and I don't necessarily have like a good guy bad guy because mm. I think that's boring yeah, because yeah. then it's obvious who they're going to pick but having two people that are different mm. but bring out different parts of yeah. my main character and then saying which one 
which way do you want to go to become the best version of yourself? Because like that, that is what it is, isn't it? When you put it that way, it sounds better. Yeah, I've never heard it explained like that, but when you yeah. put it that way, it's mm-hmm. it, it does make sense that you say that, and I actually like the trope more now because you explained it that way. So true. But it does, and that's how, that is interesting how I've always looked at it. Yeah. I've always looked at, you know, who is it? I'll give you an example of one. Probably not a book you'd read because it is just really romance focused. It's a dystopian, but it's romance focused. Okay. The Selection. It's a very oh, old okay. book. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very popular back in the day. Yeah. It probably won't be as popular now, maybe, because it's just mm. a bit different. But um, it was very interesting, the two people she was picking between. Yeah. She's picking between somebody that came from the world she was in mm. and a prince. Right. And it's like, who's going to be king one day? Mm-hmm. Now, that is two big things. Yeah. This is saying, do I want to be... A queen one day and be right. in charge of change yeah. and how the world runs or do I want to be more comfortable and say where I know that's good yeah. but it's going to be difficult because of the there's a lot to do with like caste systems in, right. in that world so I found that very interesting because that wasn't just her asking about there was the point of who do I like more mm. but the point was also choosing this one yeah my life has to completely change yeah. am I prepared to become a queen? Am I prepared to be responsible for a kingdom, country? Am I prepared to be answerable to people? Yeah. Am I prepared to have my life out there for everybody? Yeah. Because that is what And this not be means. able to easily walk away. There you go. This is what this means. When there's wars and I have to make decisions, what does this mean? But also, it wasn't just that. It was about how, how the monarchy worked when she was mm. not part of it it was different so it was it was different for women right. it, it, her positioning was different how it how it all went she she just needed to be quiet and you know docile and you know you be a queen you shut up but she wasn't yeah. a shut up type of girl right so right. it was a if i become this can i make that change as well yeah, that's and so yeah and so that's why i do like the the love triangle mm. because it is a very very interesting yeah idea of like mm. who do I want to be again another one you you don't like this but twilight <laughs> people don't always like it but I look at the the more lengths of her, Bella choosing between Edward and Jacob mm. wasn't so much about Edward and Jacob it was when she was a bit younger and she was yeah. just all I'm in love for the first time <laughs> it was all you know it was all that kind of thing but it really came down to who she wanted to be because mm. there's there's a big difference between I can be with somebody and I can stay myself mm. and I can be human yeah. and this is who I'm going to be. But to be with this one, you're going to age at some point yeah. and he's not. So are you prepared to become immortal yourself? Right. Are you prepared to have to, in order to choose this life, are you prepared to leave behind your family at some mm. point to act like you're dead and never see them again yeah. and know that they're there? Are you prepared to not have be capable of having a child? Yeah. You, you know, and it's asking all those questions. And for her, it was more about who am I? Yeah. Like, do I want this? Now, in my eyes from the beginning, I was like, girl, you want to be a vampire. (laughs) You're too comfortable amongst this world not to be in the supernatural. But it was bigger than that. And I know some people hate it. Some people love Mm -hmm. it. You know, I don't think there's real in between. I love it. Um, But it was a bigger question of who does Bella want to be? And even if she didn't realise that at the beginning and she Mm. thought it was just about who do I want to be with? No, no, it was about who do you want to be because who you are with Mm -hmm. dictates the kind of lifestyle you're going to have. And so that's why, I know I've talked about this trope for a long time, but I do, I see it on a deeper level. And I think when an author or, you know, if it's TV, series, film, when, when they really focus on the 
who does this character want to be and yeah. less on the who do they want to be with yes it makes that trope it really so does. much yeah. more interesting and 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 just layered it's a yeah. lot more interesting when they think about what does this mean for the mm. character's life yes and then letting them then choose and and sometimes choosing wrong yes yeah. and having to go back and the consequences of absolutely that. and yeah. even sometimes going actually you know what none of you are yeah the right people yeah. and i love that question of sometimes i that's how i see a love triangle when it's done well yeah because not all no, love triangles I, I, are done I, well i agree and <laughs> the way you've explained it definitely i i can get on board with yeah. that and like for some reason it made me think of um that moment when obviously harry first gets to um, Hogwarts mm-hmm. and then Draco Malfoy introduces himself <gasps> and then runs one. next to him yes. Harry had that option to pick yes. this life with these boys or this life with kind for myself exactly. <laughs> so he decided in that moment you know what I'm going to be with these guys yeah. so that no I totally do you know what that is such it. a good example because that scene really stands out to me it's, especially yeah. it being kids yes and it's, yeah. that, it's really interesting because Car- Harry Harry is quite a quiet character as such he's yeah, not Harry the is, loudest he's not the biggest hero in mm. the world but his strength lies in his morals yes. and, and in making the right decisions exactly. because when it's tough at that point he mm-hmm. already knew he'd got the impression that yeah. uh, Ron was you know poor yeah. Ron was not well liked yeah. like he could have been like judgmental and like oh actually no I don't want to be yeah. with this kind of person and what does that mean for me exactly being a, with this type and of he person? could be like okay so Draco is obviously more put together he's got his own little posse Absolutely. he's clearly going to have yeah. like a be run of the school mm-hmm. that could be better for me but no he decided in that moment to go with somebody who was more pure-hearted and that was what's interesting is again it's being able to make that choice and know what it means for you because harry knew once i associate with ron yeah i may become unpopular too yeah exactly he didn't care about that because it was interesting that he's you know this famous boy the boy who lived yeah but he still gets a bit of that slack of being with Ron. Mm, and yes, that's a really, yeah, really interesting true, thing. And then Hermione's not particularly popular as her. No, she's hating. She's, she's just like this. People just see her as a swat that just yeah. goes around. She's yeah. just too clever. But actually, they were the exact people that he needed yes. to go on that journey. Because what would have happened if he became friends with Draco on that day? Yeah. Where Completely would he be? different story. Would he have been able to resist um, Voldemort? Yeah, what would have happened with that? We could have had a very, very worrying story and to hear a story on our yeah, hands so yeah. yeah absolutely that choice of who to be with be yeah. friendship love yeah. is really really important because i think the found family thing is exactly the same and Which who you have yeah. around you mm-hmm. is really really interesting yeah yeah and I how those relationships that. shape your, your journey as a character absolutely mm-hmm. again not so much a, a trope but I do love when there's betrayal in there. And I know that yeah. sounds terrible. <laughs> but do you know what it is? Again, I think on a deep character level of a betrayal is your character's chance to make a really big choice. Right. Because a betrayal can send you down the route of revenge. Yeah. Or it can it can make you stronger. It can, you, you react to it in different ways, don't you? It depends who the betrayal is, what the betrayal is, yeah. where it comes from, when it happens, what it causes. Mm. But... It sends your um, character into like this, this yeah. forward thing of like making serious choices. Of somebody has betrayed me, it has caused this. How do I react? And yeah. what am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. And that's quite a. I find that very interesting. Yeah. I love a good betrayal. But for it that. also goes back to like um, 
knowing deeper who the character is and yeah. who they're going to choose to be so like the when you said that like even a small betrayal like so say obviously we're friends yeah. and then i was talking to um someone else and then they said something bad about you yeah. and then i agreed yes. that is a betrayal yeah, of yeah, our yeah. friendship yeah, yeah, yeah. um or like they made a joke and i laughed about you then yeah. that, that is a betrayal and yeah. that, like say you overheard or something that? like that is yeah. just like oh Mm-hmm. yeah so those moments um yeah. can be really really powerful and, and it does yeah. it says a lot about the character yeah. and it's even better when it's not written like like the, the author isn't saying they betrayed him and made him feel no. so blah 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 like, just it. let us just just yeah. feel it as the yeah. reader and be like mm-hmm. oh my god like the deepness of that betrayal yeah. and what it would mean and how it affected the yeah. person like oh. so, yeah <laughs> i like things that make me so, gasp and so, it triggers uh, things good. as well because let's say for example there was something going on and somebody wanted to get me on side to do something Something wrong but usually like i would go with you and be like no 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 yeah. you, you'd be like come on child don't do that mm. but then i hear that betrayal yeah i could go back to that person and be like let's do this yes, yes. and it's weird Ooh. how those little and when yes. when ah, oh, i like it when somebody doesn't hear the full story <gasps> so that. you saw yeah. that me betray you yeah. went away thought one thing but then actually yeah. i was like actually no you shouldn't have said that about charlie yeah. and Absolutely. you didn't hear that didn't part yeah, oh yeah. that's bad i started watching um <laughs> You told me to start watching Arcane. Oh, I did. yeah. So there was a scene like that, and I won't give away what was said, yeah. but it's where her sister overhears her having a conversation. See, yes, yeah. Yeah, and, and she walks away too soon, yeah. and she doesn't hear the full mm. scope that it's actually sarcasm. Exactly. It's not yeah. what you think it is, and she goes off, and thankfully nothing big happens because yeah. of it. But I was worried in that moment, like, oh, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's a great example yeah. of that happening. Yeah, yeah it's a really, it really interesting show so far. For, yeah. I keep going back and forth to it, watching different shows at the yeah. moment, but that is really interesting. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. those those things will be really interesting to play with. Yeah, definitely. Um, anything else? Um, I don't know, we've talked about some really interesting I know, we have. I think, like, I, think I think it's an exciting topic, so you could like, yeah. go all day. Well, we here. could, we could. So maybe we should stop it here. But yeah, obviously, definitely. as we go along, I'm sure we'll talk more about the things yeah, that we like anyway. And 100%. I think we, we should probably do a, a ranting one about tropes we hate next. Oh, <laughs> oh, that might be a longer episode. Yes, we'll do that one next, definitely. But um, yeah, yeah thanks for joining us for uh, another episode if there's any tropes that you love and want to like rant about then please let us know in the comments down below don't forget to like and subscribe so you can hear more from us and until next week bye guys bye Bye.